Hey guys, and welcome or welcome back to Teen Christian Podcast. Guys, it literally feels like forever since I have published an episode, probably because it has been. I think it was like March or April since I published an episode, and that is crazy. I am so rusty at this. I need to get back onto it. This last couple of months have just been like super hectic, and I'm finally trying to get back into the groove. I'm so excited to be publishing an episode again. Uh, happy 2023. I hope everyone is having a great happy new year. Um, I just want to, before we start the podcast, just thank you guys so much for all your encouragement for those of y'all that DM'd me on Instagram or reached out, just encouraging me and letting you know how the podcast has helped you. It's super encouraging and it means a lot, which uh, is a reminder to tell you guys, go check out our Instagram. It's Teen Christian Podcast, no spaces, no capital letters, just Teen Christian Podcast. I try to post like incentives on there to be like part of the episode, like I'll put little Q&A things on our story and you can kind of help me make the episode because sometimes I have some podcast block and I don't know what to talk about. So that's super helpful. And we try and post reminders on there and cool things that you guys can repost. So go check that out. If you don't have Instagram, there's an option to, I think there's like, uh, I think it's only on Spotify. You can like leave comments if you have any questions or comments or anything you want us to talk about just to reach out. Feel free to do that. We really appreciate that. Um, Let's get into the first episode of 2023. Okay, I feel like we all kind of know, like, that one person that reads their Bible in a year. Like, they follow those guides, or, like, you do the 90-day Bible challenge where you have 90 days to read your entire Bible. I mean, I saw a girl on Instagram the other day who read her entire Bible in a week, which super-duper mad respect for you guys if you do that, because I have, like, no control when I read my Bible. And I don't know if this is, like, relatable or just, like, a me problem, but whenever I go to read my Bible, like, I'm just like, oh, read two chapters. I'm done now. You know, like I kind of struggle with reading like enough where I would finish it in a year. And I've never been able to finish my entire Bible in a year. Just never happened. But last year, last January, I decided, hey, look, you're not going to finish your entire Bible. That's kind of sad. But you need to at least read enough about it. And it was kind of a guide to get me through um, reading my Bible. Because a lot of times whenever I go to read my Bible, I just open it up and I'm like, oh, look, Nahum. That's great. Or Samuel. That's where we're reading out of today. You know, like I just kind of pick a random one, but I chose to read Psalms. So I would essentially read a book of a book. Words are hard. A book of the Bible um, every day. I think there's about 150 or something chapters in Psalms. So it's a, it's a pretty decently sized book. It's not necessarily small. It's not super large though. Um, but that didn't happen. I would kind of forget sometimes. So it probably took me around 160 days instead of 150, which is sad because I'm not one of those people that like wakes up early and reads their Bible every morning to like start their day off great, which I really wish I was. I kind of look at my verse of the day and I'm like, oh, great. Thanks. Encouragement, you know, which it is. It is very encouraging. I really like my verse of the day. Um, but I don't wake up early and I don't crack open my Bible like a lot of people do. And I really wish I could do that, but I'm just like not good at it. And there's no, there's no real reason. It's just a lot of excuses. Um, but I don't do that. I try to read my Bible a lot at night, but sometimes I do forget. And so having Psalms, having like a goal set for myself to, you have to read your entire Psalms at least. I mean, people can do their whole Bible. You can do at least a book. So I kind of just pick Psalms and it was really helpful. I would journal every single one because I, for me personally, if I don't journal it, it just like goes in one ear and out the other. Kind of like when you're in like a history class and you like read out loud and you like have no idea what you just read. You're just like, 
like you're reading the words, but like it didn't go in your brain. So that's what happens with me with my Bible. So I try to like highlight and color and journal it. My Bible is decked out. I think it's becoming like kind of a problem because I journal a ton. But this is just like, I thought this was kind of a cool idea. Maybe it's a dumb idea, but it helped me a lot to pick a book and like tackle it. Be like, you got a whole year to do it. Take your time. Just get the book. But then I finished it and then I moved on to Psalms or Proverbs. I read Psalms and I moved on to Proverbs and I didn't finish Proverbs, but I got through, I got through a big chunk of it. So I don't know if that's helpful or not, or if I'm just embarrassing myself by saying, I can't even sit down and read my entire Bible in a year. Like that's a lot of time. Um, and I'm probably going to try it this year, but I don't know if that's encouragement for you because it is only January 1st, like the publishing date right now. So you have some time if you want to pick a book of the Bible and try and tackle it. I don't know if I'm just embarrassing myself by saying this, but hopefully it's helpful. So I don't know about you guys, but 2022 has been a really crazy or was a really crazy year for me. It was super hectic. There were a lot of trials and tribulations. And just from other social media posts and hearing from my other friends and family members, 2022 was a very interesting year for a lot of us. There was some really good stuff. There was some really bad stuff that, you know, kind of made a lot of tears come. There was a lot of, you know, pain. But there was also a lot of joy in 2022. It was not all bad. But no rain, no flowers, right? I'm trying to, like, remember that for me because I'm really bad at, like, you know, I say that a lot. I'm really bad at doing things. Um, we're just we're just coming clean here, little vent session. Um, but I'm like really bad at remembering that like God has control of all things. Like everything is fine. God has got a perfect plan, and I'm super bad at trusting as well. Like patience is not my thing. Like I want results now. I do not want to be in a situation that I'm gonna grow from later. Like I literally don't care. Like when I'm in a situation, I'm like, (laughs) get me out of this right now. I do not want to know how I'm going to grow from this later. I do not care. Get me out of here ASAP. Um, so I've honestly really liked the book of Job. Like whenever I'm going through stuff, I kind of go to his book. Um, because I don't know, because he goes through a lot of trials and tribulations and still finds a way to glory, glorify God and doesn't curse God. Um, I don't know if you know the story of Job or not. I did an episode on it a couple I don't even know. A long time ago. Go check it out. I don't remember what episode it is. It's probably in the description. I'm sorry if it's not. I'm pretty sure it is. I'll link it in the description of this episode um, for you guys. But um, basically, initially, the story of Job is he's got a lot of things. He's got a bunch of... He's got a great wife, a great house. He's got all the stuff that everybody wants. And Satan comes up to God and he said, hey, like your, your buddy Job down here, doesn't curse you because you gave him everything. You blessed him a lot. Let's take everything away from him and see if he still glorifies you. And God's like, okay, do it. Let's see what happens. Even though God obviously knew what was going to happen. Um, and Satan takes everything away. They take everything away from him and he never turns his back on God. And he still rejoices in his trials and tribulations. And he trusts God's plan and he never curses him because he knows that his relationship with Christ is the only thing that matters. That's obviously a super duper watered down version. So, there's not, I'm not going to read the entire thing because that would take up the majority of the episode, but go get your Bible, go read Job. It's a super good book. And it's a nice reminder of like, like how we should act when we go through trials and tribulations. Um, but Job 5, 8 through 16 has honestly been super duper encouraging for me because it's just, I don't know, his faith is such a guideline for me. Like it is the standard that I want to uphold where he has this like 
Like, you put me through this, but, like, I trust you because you're going to deliver me through all these. You're going to save me, and you know what I need before I even know that I want it. Like, God has such a perfect plan, and sometimes it's really hard to trust his will um, and to trust his plan. But Job, you know, he never turns his back on God, and he knows that God's going to deliver him, and his relationship with Christ is the only thing that matters. Nothing on earth. Everything is going to fall away. Nothing is going to last except his relationship with Christ, and that is all that matters. And I don't know. I just find that the way he appeals to God, I'm just going to read it to you because I find it super duper helpful um, and hopefully it encourages you too. Also, I am going to be reading from the NIV. It's a Job 5, um, 8 through 16. <laughs> okay. So it says, but if I were you, I would appeal to God. I would lay my case before him. He performs wonders that cannot be fathomed, miracles that cannot be counted. Here, here's the part that I really like. He provides rain for the earth. He sends water on the countryside. The lowly he sets on high and those who mourn are lifted for safety. He thwarts the plans of the crafty so that their hands achieve no success. He, cast, he catches the wise in their craftiness and the schemes of the willy are swept away. Darkness come upon them in the daytime. At noon they grope in the night. As he saves the needy from the sword in their mouth, he saves them from the clutches of the powerful. So the poor have hope, and injustice shuts his mouth. Okay, so, I don't know. It just kind of shows me, personally, it's a reminder that God provides things. Like, he sends rain for the earth. Like, have you guys thought about that? Like, he gives us rain. That's so cool. It kind of reminds me of that verse... Where it's like, oh, I can't remember what it is. It's something about like the birds don't worry about where their next meal is going to come from. Or they don't worry about what's going to clothe them. So we shouldn't worry either. That is very watered down from what it says. But I cannot remember where it is. I'll look it up. Um, but it just kind of shows me that like we appeal to God. We come to him and he already knows what we need. He is going to provide exactly. No matter what we do, his plan is going to happen. Because he's in control of all of it. What he wants to happen is going to happen. And I feel like it's a really good reminder because I'm not very good at remembering that um, to kind of trust his will to be like, yeah, this is really hard, but there's going to be something. There's going to be a pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. Like I'm going to learn something from this. And when it's all over, I'm going to be able to relate to other people to help other people potentially. And um, to be able to use my story to help other people to like, raise awareness for God almost and spread his gospel in a way that I wouldn't have been able to before um, if I hadn't have gone through certain situations because like a lot of people you can't reach out to them unless you relate to them so whenever we hit rock bottom like there's nowhere to look but up there's nowhere to um, to go but to God when everybody leaves us there's no there's nowhere else to go but to talk to the king and that's where we should be in the first place but I feel like God kind of sometimes redirects us back to him he's like hey Hey, look over here. You know, talk to me. Come to me. Um, you know, and I feel like Job is just a really good reminder for me. I don't know if it's a good reminder for you. I really suggest that you go read it because it's it's pretty good. And it kind of shows us that like, yeah, bad things are going to happen. That's just part of being a Christian. Persecution is going to happen. We need to trust his will and to just lay it all to God, give it all to him, get on our hands and knees and just give it to him. Because there's nothing that we can do that can save us from ourselves and from the sins of this world except putting our trust in him. Because we just need to trust his will.
So now, kind of continuing on with that theme, I want to look in Psalm 94. Um, I think we're going to go in 17. So Psalm 94, verse 17. Unless the Lord had given me help, I would soon have dwelt in the silence of death. When I said my foot is slipping, your unfailing love, Lord, supported me. When anxiety was great within me, your consolation brought me joy. I love Psalm 94. I think that it is such a um, a good reminder. Um, like Psalm 94, 12, it says, Blessed is the one that you discipline, Lord, the one that you teach for your law. Like God is going to discipline us, but we're blessed for it. We're going to grow from it. We're going to improve. We'll be able to help other people because he can help us. Like, how long are the wicked going to harm us? It doesn't matter because God is here. He's by our side. It doesn't matter how long they're going to persecute us because at the end of the day, we have Jesus by our side and the person who's persecuting doesn't. Like, it doesn't matter how long they're going to harm us because at the end of the day, we're going to spend eternal life with Jesus. God hears, he rescues, he sees, he heals, he punishes, he knows, he supports, and he is. He knows all plans and he doesn't reject. He loves us unconditionally. And he's going to punish us if we do things wrong, but it's we're going to grow through those trials, through those tribulations, through those struggles. We're going to grow through that, and that's super-duper encouraging. Um, he's not going to forsake us, and he helps. Those are, like, my key points that I got out of Psalm 94. I find it super-duper encouraging. Um, he said, I love this part where it says, When I said my foot is slipping, your unfailing love supported me. When we call out to him, he is there. He's supporting us. He's already doing that, but he's just there for us, to catch us, to save us, to help us, to love us. He's there to comfort us because he's going to save us when we call out to him. And I love that when anxiety was great within me, your consolation brought me joy. When we're struggling, when we have problems, God is there for us. He is there with open arms. He is there. He loves us. And he is just, he's going to make everything better because at the end of the day, we have Jesus. Like that is so encouraging. Like no matter what is happening on earth, there will be no pain in heaven. Like, my future is heaven, and that is so encouraging. I love that so much that, like, at the end of the day, no matter what happens, like, we have Jesus. And that is the most encouraging thing ever. And so whenever you're going through trials, through tribulations, I keep saying those two words, but, like, whenever we're having struggles, whenever we're having issues, whenever we're having, you know, trauma happen or anything to get over it, God is there. He's with us. He's walking with us. He's ready. He wants to be with us. He wants to hold our hand. He wants to just encourage us. Um, He's always going to be there. He's never going to leave. He doesn't forsake. He knows all of our plans. He heals. You know, he can heal the brokenhearted. And I, that is so, so amazing. He knows everything that's happening. He knows every hair on your head. He is the only person that like knows everything about you. Like you're like, um, like if you're feeling like your friends are kind of leaving, like you're losing everybody, you're never going to lose God because he is there. When you maintain a relationship with him, it is relationship over religion. It is not a religion. Like Christianity is a religion. That was a little out of pocket. Um, but it is like, it's a relationship. Like we have a relationship with God. Um, there, there's just a connection between us, but we have to put in the work. We have to open up our Bibles. We have to read. We have to connect with him. We have to reach out and he's there with open arms. He is going to hear everything we say. And it might be a yes, no, or a maybe, but his plan is perfect. And we have to trust his will. Even if it's not the result that we wanted, it's the result that God wants. And what God wants is perfect. And we just have to remember that whenever we're going through, you know, issues or things that are happening with family or friends that like God knows what's happening. And he's the only person that can get over our anxiety or help us through 
whatever we're dealing with. He's the only one. You can talk to other people and they can help you vent, but there's only so much they can do. There's nothing they can do. They can't heal you, but God can. He can. They can support you to a certain extent, but God will support you forever. And they can rescue you from a phys- physical situation, but like mentally, God is the only one who can rescue and heal. And he sees everything that happens behind closed doors. He knows what's happening because he sees everything. He hears every thought you have. He knows exactly what's going on in your head. And he's the only one who can heal you from that. So that's why I really, really love Psalm 94. I know that got kind of deep, but I really, I really like it because it reminds us that pain is temporary, but his love is forever. You know, um, he's done marvelous things and he's not going to stop now. He's not stopping with you. He's going to continue to make your story, your story, because he knows exactly what is going on. He knows exactly what is going to happen past, present, and future. There's nothing you can hide from him. So doesn't it just make sense to go to him and tell him what's happening if there's nothing you can hide? If he already knows everything, why wouldn't you maintain a relationship with him and talk to him and be like, hey, God, this is what's going on in my life. And I really, really need help. Like I am struggling right now. And if you don't want to go talk to other people, talk to God because he can put certain people in your life that can really help. He can help you. He's the only one who can heal. He's the only one who can help your pain. And at the end of the day, we just need to worship God and we need to come to him. And, um... We just need to remember that his love endures forever and he will always be there for us with open arms. Guys, I am so excited to be posting regularly again. I cannot wait for 2023. This is going to be a great year. Make sure to head over to our Instagram for reminders of when the next episode will be posted. Um, I will link our Instagram, Teen Christian Podcast, in the description as always. I hope you guys have a great rest of your day. I hope this podcast episode was encouraging to you and I hope that you know it just makes your day a little bit better see you guys later you've been listening to teen christian podcast